The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So great. So welcome. Welcome, everyone. Wonderful to see you all. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good noon. We have so many time zones here. It's, it's wonderful. So, for today's practice, let us continue our exploration. Um, we've been exploring metta, loving kindness, cultivating goodwill, friendliness, um, kindness, love. There's so many nuances of the word metta. And whatever nuance that might work for you, that, that would be the one to, to work with. But simply friendliness, goodwill, is a great place to start, friendliness and goodwill. So we've been exploring the relationship of metta with the uh, eightfold path, the Buddhist teaching of the eightfold path, which is a teaching uh, for, um, uh, towards awakening, for a wakeful life. So we started with wise perspective being the first one, wise intention. We explored that on Friday. And today we've come to the third one, exploring the third, which is uh, wise speech, wise speech, the third factor. And wise speech is the factor that perhaps is most important in our daily lives because we talk a lot to others, to ourselves, and bringing in a sense of wisdom and kindness um, in consideration to our speech can be quite, quite a profound practice, quite a profound practice. So I'd like to say just a couple of words about wise speech before we delve into our meditation and exploration together. So the Buddha offers five guidelines for um, considering whether something you're about to say is wise speech or not. And these five, um, I have the acronym for myself, TTBGK. Okay, so T, the first T is truthful, is what you're about to say. Is it true? It's a pretty, seems like it's a low bar, but is it true what you're about to say? The second T. The second T is, is it timely? Is it timely what you're about to say? It could be true. It could be all the other ones, but is it the right time? Is it really a bad time to be saying this? If it's a bad time, then it's, then it's not wise, even if it satisfies all the other four that I, I'll go through in a moment. So we have true. Timely. B is beneficial. Is what you're about to say beneficial? Is it for your own benefit and other people's benefit? Is it beneficial or is it harmful? Is it going to cause harm? G is for gentle. Is what you're about to say harsh? Are you about to shout at someone with harshness? Or is it, is it gentle? And the fifth one is K, T-T-B-G-K, 
kind is what what you're about to say is it kind the kind to yourself is it kind to the other person so we can already see in the guidelines for why speech that kindness is already in there kindness is already a fabric of what's considered to be kind and to say that sometimes you might be saying something that is very forceful, but it's kind. You might be telling a child very forcefully, no, no, in order to stop them in their tracks if they're about to touch the stove or, or hurt themselves or hurt somebody else. So that forceful no is, of course, why speech? Because it is kind. It's out of kindness. It's not out of hatred. It's out of love for the child. It's out of care for yourself. So really considering wisdom in these and in, uh, in, in, in evaluating these five invitations for what is considered why speech or not. And also there are some folks who consider you know the, the fourth invitation I men- mentioned in terms of harshness. So for example, if you're saying no, it's there um, it's 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 forceful but it's not necessarily harsh. It's not demeaning. It's not um, a rude remark. It's not putting someone down. In so, so again, considering what's harsh or not, having some wisdom, because you can have forceful pe- speech out of kindness and compassion. So, so having said, shared these five considerations about what's why speech? Now let's relate it to metta, to cultivating kindness, goodwill, friendliness. As I mentioned, one of the five is already kindness, but actually we can probably see reverberations of metta, goodwill, care, love in all the other ones. Out of care, you wouldn't lie to someone. You wouldn't lie to yourself. Out of care, you wouldn't say something to someone that's very untimely. Out of care, you wouldn't speak harshly or, or you would be of benefit. So, so goodwill metta actually weaves through all of the, all of wise speech. So wisdom with, with kindness. So having said that, tonight's exploration as we will, um, Settle in our bodies with our breath first, as we always do, to find ah, some stability. Then we will explore. We will open up to exploring the relationship of metta, kindness, goodwill, with speech. And now here's the clincher. Not just speech externally, but speech internally. A lot of times... We speak to ourselves in, in ways we would never, ever address anybody else. We are not kind to ourselves. We're not um, gentle with ourselves. We're not beneficial to ourselves. It, it's, it could be a, um, a lot of swords that, that we hit ourselves with. So I'm going to bring some examination to the kind, to, to, the, to the way, to the why speech, speech, internal speech, not just external speech. So, and then when we 
practicing groups, that's where we can actually examine the relationship between kind, between kindness and wise speech. So having said all that, I'd like to invite us all to, ah, to get into our meditation posture. If you need to move, to shift, to be more comfortable, this is the perfect time to do it. And landing. Landing, landing in our bodies. Arriving. Letting go. Opening up. Opening up our hearts to ourselves. This being, this dear being whom we're the guardian of. Landing, softening, relaxing. into this human body in this moment. Softening, relaxing all parts. Our abdomen, our sit bones, every out-breath softening. Our legs, letting them feel heavy, supported by the earth. The next out breath, relaxing the chest. The next out breath, neck and shoulders. Ah. The next out breath, relaxing the face the jaw, the eyes. The next out breath, the arms, the hands. The whole body with the next out breath. Ah, With the next three out breaths, landing deeper and deeper. Ah, Releasing more. Even if you think you've released all there is to release in tightness and tension. Ah, surprising yourself that, oh yes, more was released. Wow. Inviting your attention, your awareness to rest calmly, spaciously in your abdomen, receiving the breath. Mm. 
simply this body sitting and receiving the breath. And if thoughts arise, thoughts, memories, plans, no problem. It's part of this practice. You're not doing it wrong. Noticing if there's any self-criticism arising, if you're thinking, no need. No need. Simply notice what the mind is resting on, what thought, what memory, etc. In the same way that you relaxed your whole body, piece by piece, inviting the thought to relax right now. to be offered up into spaciousness. Not that there's anything wrong with thinking, but in this moment, taking refuge in just sitting and being breathed.
And then I'd like to invite you, if you wish, to bring to mind someone whom you care about. And when you think of this being, there's a sense of ease, safety, maybe a smile shows up on your face. Ideally, someone who's alive, could be a child, could be a pet. And if someone who's older now, maybe a teenager, maybe imagine them when we're there, a child. Just, we want to start where it's really easy right now for this practice. Somewhere really, someone really easy. And if you're a parent and have multiple children and you feel guilty about choosing one, it doesn't matter. You can always practice with others later, invite them into the circle. Choose someone right now for this practice. It's just a practice. And bring this being into your mind's eye. your visual, your auditory, perhaps hearing their voice. And for the purpose of this practice, let's try something new. Imagine you're sitting with this being. Sitting with them, if it's appropriate, holding them, or just sitting with them. And you're offering words of kindness and support. Maybe they need support in this image, in this vision. Maybe you're telling them, I care for you. Or maybe you're saying, if it's appropriate, maybe in your heart. With your gaze, you're telling them, I love you. Or I wish you well. I want you to be happy. May you be happy. Whatever nuance of this works for you. Since we're exploring speech tonight, that's the invitation to let the sense of this verbal affection to arise from the feeling you have for them, feeling of care, especially if they're in, in need, if they're hurting a little bit, or just needing a little bit of support, encouragement, kindness, as if you're soothing them with your voice. Maybe you're singing them a lullaby or humming to them. See what works for you. Be creative. However, in this image, you can express your care, your warmth, 
your goodwill, your friendliness for this being. And just feeling the sense of metta, this care, love, affection, kindness, friendliness, whatever nuance is being felt. As you imagine yourself singing, speaking, humming, sharing words of kindness and care. Maybe you're singing them a love song, a lullaby, whatever works for you. Feel free to be creative. Whatever brings, taps into this verbal sense of care. Maybe just words. Maybe what's available is is simply offering them the phrases of metta. May you be safe, happy, healthy, and have ease. Whatever is accessible. May you be well. I wish you well. The idea is just to tap into a sense of goodwill, friendliness, love, care through this connection, feeling it as much as it's accessible, 
or planting seeds if it's not accessible right now. That's okay too. And now, I'd like to invite you. If you wish, you can continue with this. If you wish now. As the heart has been primed with loving kindness. See now if the same, what you are offering to this dear being now, can be offered to yourself. You're singing a lullaby with care, offering support, words of support, singing a love song. What if you sang it for yourself, this dear being you are the guardian of, you're the steward of this being that is you. To share your own heart with yourself. It helps for you to see yourself as a younger, younger version of yourself. You can try that. 
maybe singing a lullaby to a younger self. Whatever is accessible, available, or just planting seeds. It helps in this vision to also see your dear being joining voices with you to sing together or say kind words to you, to your younger version. Invite them to join you in this image. Be creative. Or maybe they're just sharing it with you, saying it for you, and you're receiving it. That's fine, too.
And for the last moment of this period of practice, however it was, holding yourself with kindness and if you're noticing self-judgment arising, like, oh, I didn't do it right, oh, you, blah, blah, you fell asleep, etc. Notice, ah, can there be kindness? Can there be wise speech in the way you're holding yourself? Oh, dear one, oh, sweetie, you did your best. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for trying. You're not responsible for the outcome. Thank you for showing up and doing your best. exploration and I'd love to invite you if you want to share any reflections from what came up for you in this exploration um, you're welcome to share it in chat or unmute yourself what you discovered any questions comments um, yeah just to say that um, this practice of metta is um, the skillful means. We, it's okay to be creative, to connect with ways that we can conjure up kindness for ourselves, for others, to really, it's like strengthening a muscle. You do reps, you plant seeds, so, so that becomes more and more available. Um, and exploring in this way through sounds, through singing a lullaby or a love song or words or kind words, I mean, the phrases or phrases of kindness, but we're expanding on that. We're playing on with that a little bit tonight. Um, so I had never done th- this before. This was a new... Um, new way to explore it which came out of my practice tonight and it surprised me it was quite lovely for me actually with the image that came up for me was singing a love song and a lullaby to my mom um, and then her singing it to me in the reverse and just very sweet so I didn't expect that to come up my mom passed away actually two and a half years ago um, and even though I said you know, Start where it's easy. If, if you have a lot of practice with metta, um, metta for people who are deceased, it doesn't bring up too much grief. But if you're new to it, we recommend you don't work with people who have disease because it can bring up so much grief that it can um, be challenging. So anyway, so I'd love to hear what, what you discovered. For me, the practice was very sweet tonight. So feel free to unmute yourself or type in chat. And if it wasn't easy, it was challenging, feel free to 
speak up also. Steph from um, YouTube says, thank you so much for your practice. This was very timely for me. Oh, wonderful stuff. Thank you for joining us. Mm, lovely. Yeah. Sheila offers, nice way to graduate to metta for oneself. It's hard to do. Yeah, thank you, Sheila. I appreciate the, the way that it both metta for self can be challenging for so many people. And it's, it's step by step, we keep planting seeds and this way of singing and, and playful changing roles can be a nice way to graduate to it. Any other reflections or questions, comments or complaints? Everything is welcome. Sure, please, Vicky. I just saw your hand. I usually don't see people's hands, so you can unmute (laughs) and jump in. Yeah, I um, used the phrase you used this morning about aging um, to a friend of mine whose cat is no um, aging and is kind of um, dying. And it was very powerful. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Vicky. Say a little more if you would, if you don't have to, but that sounds so Rich, I'd love to hear a little more. Uh, yeah, I, I remembered what you were saying this morning was, you know, just like everyone else, you know, yeah. we experience aging. Yeah. And I thought of my friend, and then um, what I was saying to her when I, I was, you know, meditating today during ah. our meta practice was... To her, I was saying just as everything else, uh, everyone else, you know, including cats, we all experience aging. Ah, I, I, I get it now. Beautiful. So, so this morning, for others who, who may not know, I was subbing for Gil, who does the 7 a.m. sit. So, um, and the practice this morning was the first of the five daily reflections that just like everyone else, I'm subject, uh, subjected to aging. I have not gone beyond, beyond it. So what Vicky is, is saying, the, the beautiful way you combine the practice of metta is offering this, this friend of yours whose cat is aged and dying, or you're offering kindness and words of support, oh dear, oh dear, and then also offering this, this reflection as a word of support. Just like everyone else, it's you know, we all age. So does your cat, and whew, I can see that can be quite powerful. Bringing these two practices together, beautiful. Thanks for offering that, Vicky. Nice, lovely. Elizabeth, please. <laughs> just going to say that I really appreciated being able to start with someone else before I went to myself that I, um, I found that to be, um, really helpful when I'm doing meta to start with a beloved 
child and uh, and be able to really tap in and, and call to mind that, that full feeling and then uh, have it, have it, have, have that child visualize that child offering it back to me makes it a, a much more um, powerful and rich experience. So thank, thank you for that. Oh, thank you, Elizabeth. That sounds really sweet. Mm, just as you describing it, mm, my heart is bathed in, this, in yeah. the sweetness of it. Yeah, it, it is very sweet. So thank you. Thank you. Bill offers appreciate meta for self. It's easy for me to overlook that. Yes, thank you, Bill. It's a training. It's so easy for so many of us to overlook metta for ourselves. And Yuka offers, I was objectively looking at the heartbeat that echoed inside. Thank you for love. Ah, oh, that's so sweet and poetic, Yuka. I love that. It's just, ah, oh, that's the heartbeat that echoes inside. Thank you for offering that. Mm. I love the the image and the echo. This, this echo as a sound, as a loving sound from the heart echoing inside. Beautiful. Hmm. Kurt offers on YouTube, I feel my metta muscle growing slowly as I continue this practice. Ah, that's wonderful. That's great. It's a practice. Ah, practice, practice, practice. So, dear Sangha, Let's now transition to the next part of our practice together, which is to take the sense of metta and wise speech for ourselves and for others into a small group connection from people from around the world. This is so lovely. And in a moment, you're invited to uh, be in a small group with another couple of people and the prompt is always simple. How was the meditation? And you can say as little or as much as you want. And there's no right or wrong answer. It's not so much what you say. You can say, I loved it. I didn't like it. I fell asleep. It doesn't matter. But how you show up for yourself with kindness, with, with wise speech this time for yourself and for others, and with kindness, holding this little sangha, um, with kindness and with wisdom of speech, exercising, what does that look like? Um, so practicing, it's a practice. So I invite you to, to partake in, this, in the breakout rooms and, and it can be quite magical and lovely to connect with practitioners this way. And again, don't need to put on your public face now. No, just be soft, be kind. You don't have to say much, you just say a few words. Just keep presence with others. Um, hold presence for them. It can be quite sweet. So I'm going to make the breakout rooms now. If you're deciding tonight is not right for you, it's okay. You can bow out. It's all good. I hope you stay. Okay, either way. So here we go. I'm going to make the breakout rooms now. And... Yes, so they're of size three. Uh, yes, of size three, one of size four, and I'm going to open them now. Here we go. Enjoy.
closed and everybody's back. So um, I would love to hear some reflections, please. And you don't have to raise your hand because I won't be able to see you. Um, you can just unmute yourself and share, please. Uh, whilst I was doing, I was explaining to the lovely ladies in my group, I have a friend who lives in Cyprus, I'm in Sydney, who is, he's been bullied at work and he's having a really, really difficult time. So I wanted to bring him into my meta and kind of wrap my arms around him to try and prop him up. And, and there was a little part of me that wondered, I wonder if he can feel it in his heart right now, some warmth. <laughs> I was just wondering maybe my, my meta without him realizing it, maybe was giving him a little bit of inner strength or warmth in his heart. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, a silly, it's a silly question, but <laughs> yeah. So, so, so wait, so, so uh, uh, part of it was cut out, which I didn't quite hear. So, so what I heard you say, Mary Christine was that this friend of yours uh, is having a really hard time at work being bullied. So mm-hmm. in your meditation, you're bringing up him up in your heart and wanting to prop him up, support him yeah. in your heart and giving him. Yeah. And, and, and what's the question? So what's the, then there's a little part of me that wondered, I wonder if right now he can feel some warmth in his ah, heart. This. Ah, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So, so this is a really good question that, that comes up in the consideration and, and especially, you know, having taught retreats on this, this silent retreats when people are doing practicing metta, say for a whole seven days and say they have friends who are suffering and they have uh, very challenging illnesses. We um, often get a similar question. People are like, okay, I, I want to call my friend and after the retreat and say, Hey, is the tumor, you know, resolved because I was wishing you well the whole time. Right. Right. It's, it's the sense of, you know, we wish so well, we, we, we want something, um, we wish them well so badly we become attached to the outcome uh, yep. and and <laughs> right right and and also to this magical thinking um yep. which, which which is sweet and, yep. and it is magical thinking of oh whereas um you know uh, in 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 metta is is a it's it's really just just simply a practice of cultivation then when these things arise the magical thinking or really really wanting something we just see them say oh sweetie yes it's okay you really want this being to be well don't you it's okay um so there are other cosmologies that have uh, places for you know um and and in this practice, we just keep it really, really simple. Otherwise, it can become really um, complicated. Yes. Right? So, <laughs> and, and it's completely natural. Of course, it will come up. And just, and to see that just as you did, like, oh, yeah, this is what the mind wants. Oh, sweetie, you really want your friend to be well. Oh, that's so sweet, right? So I invite <laughs> you to work with it that way. Thank you. Yeah. Mort, I see you are unmuted. Do you want to say something? Oh, well, I, no, I just thought I might want to say something. Um, no, I think I'll hold it back. Okay, all right. That's <laughs> it, all good. It's but, but I think I can do it in another way. Okay, um, all right. Sounds good. So, so uh, Bhupal, I see you're, please. Yes, Nikki, hi, thank you. Hi. I just... Uh, Briefly, I found today's practice to be extremely relaxing, deeply, very, very deeply relaxing. And uh, I found, my, found myself dozing off 
several times for I don't know how long. So I, 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 so I think it was a successful practice. Thank you. <laughs> That's great. Great. Well, you know, it's, um, I hear that the, from what you're saying, I'm, 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 um, guessing that they're, they're given how challenging the times are right now, a sense of ease and relaxation is really nourishing and nurturing for you at this, in this moment. So, so something that eased you into a sense of spaciousness to so much that you could just nod off. Yay. It's, it's something that's nourishing in this time. So I, I celebrate that with you, Bhopal. Yeah, that, that's exactly how I would say it, Nikki. And it, it was very rewarding to, to not have all these thoughts kind of coming. And, yeah. yeah. I get that. Sounds like a nourishing respite. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Lovely. Thank you. And Neil, one last comment quickly before we close, please. Well, we were talking about what effect choosing your own words when you give meta versus using standards is. I wondered what your thoughts were on that. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, so I completely applaud using your own words, um, whatever works for you. And as long as it's within the spirit of meta, as long as it's not something like, may you have a million dollars, may you, you know, like, you know I'm being ridiculous, but, but you get my, you catch my drift, right? So as long as it's within the spirit of cultivating your heart in goodwill in that way, uh, then by all means, and in fact, for, for people whose um, native language is not English, I highly recommend you translate them to your native language and you say them in your native tongue. When I translated them in Farsi and start to say them in Farsi Persian, my mother tongue, whoa, they, they landed so much more deeply than English ever has. So, um, yeah, choose your own words. Thanks for bringing that in, Neil. Lovely. So it is time for us, dear Sangha, to say farewell for now to each other. Thank you for joining, practicing both for yourself and for all those whose lives you touch. May you all be safe, happy, and free in all beings everywhere. Enjoy the merit of our practice. Thank you, Nikki. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thanks Thank you, Nikki. This was Thank wonderful. You. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for joining everyone. Take care. Good morning. Good night. Good everything. <laughs> yes.